The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. going on everyone nico here with the wooden spoon and i'm in little italy on hester street right yeah uh, mulberry and hester yeah. mulberry and hester and we're in cafe napoli and i'm joined by the owner lou fontana right yes okay yeah so very special episode in little italy i think this my first mobile like new york city podcast actually no, no i take that back in little italy this is my first time doing a podcast in little italy That's but um true. one of the first podcasts i had i had johnny russo i was in the upper uh yeah he's a shout out to johnny but um how's it going how's uh 2021 been for you uh somewhat picking up somewhat yeah picking up i know yeah, it looks i mean sure. it's friday midday it's pretty pretty busy in little yeah italy. yeah nice to see people finally, i know you know Last year, uh, it was hard for all of us, you know, the mandated, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a little different, I'm sure, running a restaurant in New York City as opposed to, like, anywhere else, like, in the suburbs or anything like that. So, like, when you guys get shut down, like, what is, what's going through your mind? Like, like. A lot of things are going through our minds. I mean, we have employees that have families. We have families. Um, (laughs) it's, It's just a mess, you know, I mean. They locked us down uh, basically towards the end of the week on a Thursday where most restaurants do their inventory. And um, some of the places had to, you know, either discard the food or take the loss on the money they spent. Yeah. You know, I mean, other, you know, governments, uh, the mayor's office, they don't understand that, you know, all the agencies. So it's hard for us. Yeah. And then, like, for me, it's like from like outside looking in, it's like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I just switched to takeout, just switched to takeout." But like in like New York City, I feel like switch to takeout. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous because you know the um, the expenses that restaurants have, the takeouts aren't going to uh, you know, pay for it. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense with the rent and all uncontrolled expenses. It's uh, it was very difficult for everybody, you know, not just us. I mean, we're all in the same boat. For sure. Like on an average day, I guess pre-pandemic, like I guess like on the weekends, like how many how many tables do you like like sit like especially in like Little Italy? Like that's just something I'm interested in. Uh, Why well, like the turnover? Uh, we'll do, uh, yeah, like how many tables do you do like a day? Like during, like an average day? It depends. Maybe uh, you know anywhere between fifty on the low mm-hmm. to two hundred. You know, two fifty yeah. depends how busy we are and you know how the rollover is. You know. Yeah, and then like then you're like just going to just zero at the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, at the you know when the feast starts, the feast helps us. And then, San Gennaro. Yeah, San Gennaro helps us a lot. You know, this whole neighborhood. Um, but then once you know after the holidays, this whole neighborhood you know is quiet for four months. Yeah. You know, so uh, we try our best you know to keep on top of everything, and you know pray that more people come you know yeah so the space is coming back this year so i've heard yeah so it should be fun yeah i mean uh hopefully it's fun i mean it's hard for i've never experienced too. so this is this year I'll, I'll make sure i'll be at san Gennaro this year yeah i've never even sure, experienced man. no it's a, it's 
you have to experience it in life, you know, because uh, there's a lot of history over here, you know, it's going on 96 years, you know, so. It's a lot of years. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of years, and over a million people pass a year from all over the world, all over the country, so. It's insane. So, um, so like, talking about history, tell us the history of kind of ca F Cafe Napoli. Well, my grandmother uh, started this place in 1972, um, my uncle Luigi, her sister, her brother had it um, for uh, my grandmother's brother was here uh, and it was a pizzeria and, um, you know, he couldn't do it a lot because he was working on the place. And so she took over. It was the old coffee shop, pastry shop. Mm -hmm. And then in 1992, um, she decided to do uh, a restaurant. Yeah, so how many years after? So 30 years after? Or you uh, said 1962 or 72? 72. Okay, so 20 years after. Yeah, it was a coffee and, and pastry dessert shop. And uh, my parents worked here their whole life, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, me and my brothers and my cousins worked here on the weekends after school. We would come and they would teach us, you know, mm -hmm. make coffee, pastries, all that yeah. stuff. Any, like, fun, like, memories stand out from back in those days? Oh, a lot of it was different. It was great, you know. We had a whole family. My uh, my grandmother and her brothers used to come in here, and you know they were old school Italians, yeah. you know, from the other side, and they would come and sing, you know, with their awesome. guitars, and people would just love it. Customers would love it, you know. And uh, very cool. It was a great experience meeting uh, some actors and actresses, you know. Uh, wrestlers used to come, you know, Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man, <laughs> actresses from Cher to Beth Midler, you know. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's great. It was a mm -hmm. great experience. Growing up. You know? Yeah. That uh, sounds like a blast. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you are in, like, Little Italy. You were in New York City, so it's like... Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of history be. over here. You know, people love to come, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's just great. So, heart of New York City, I think, mm -hmm. you know. Because back then, this area was, you know, mostly restaurants and cafes. You know, New York City was still building up, you know. You had the Meatpacking, Chelsea, yep. Eastside, you know. They were, um, they were bad neighborhoods back then. The people would come over here after going out, you know. So, this was a hot area mm -hmm. back in the 80s, early 90s, you know. Mm -hmm. Um... And then uh, other neighborhoods started, you know, gentrification uh, occurred and businesses were reopening and, you know, other restaurants. And so it was a little difficult. But more tourists came over here and um, everyone was experiencing other places to go to, you know, for sure, for so, sure. which is cool. Yeah. So when did you um, take over the restaurant? Oh, when did I take over? Yeah. I didn't really take over. Yeah. You know, when did I mean, you start? Like, as when did working? you start? Yeah, like full time. Oh, I mean, I would say after high school. I mean, even before high school, I'm here since I'm like four years old, five years old, learning. Yeah. And you know, experiencing, you know, mm -hmm. seeing different people, you know. Yeah. But uh, full time now, I'm here. Wow. Twenty five years. <laughs> so. you know, yeah it's great I mean what's it like because I can't even imagine like just oh, one like I know the restaurant industry is insane as it is but like in New York City especially like we just met and like you're like yeah I gotta unload the car you just went um, picking up some supplies and whatnot and then right. going to find parking <laughs> yeah 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 I mean uh, 
you got to try to be on top of everything, you know, the best you can, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so if you can work in the restaurant business, I, I believe you could do anything, mm -hmm. you know, anything you put your heart to. Uh, because you, you know, you meet different people and with those different people comes like different personalities, you know, and you have to learn how to, uh, you know, cope with it. Yeah. You know, deal with multiple personalities. Right, right, right. You know, it's um, it's a great experience. You know, you meet people from all over the world. You kind of have like um, an instinct on how people Black. Yeah, like your emotional intelligence almost. It's right. Like you could, right. You pick up on like what type of person someone is. Yeah, not to not to judge it. No, 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 no. Yeah. But yeah, you can see how to present yourself in that, you know, in a certain way, you know. In the hospitality business, that's what you know, mm -hmm. we always have to mm -hmm. show and give. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess COVID aside, what would, what's it like um I guess twenty five years ago today, what do you think like some of the biggest changes are in the in the restaurant industry? Oh, the biggest changes, I would believe, uh, it's hard to say because every place is different. Mm -hmm. you know, the rents are different. Yeah. Their expenses are different. Um, but the, the big change is, you know, the minimum wage. So with the minimum wage going up, fuel, uh, cost of dairy, meat. Oh, I know. I saw, I'll, like I'll, try to, I'll try to pull up this picture up. I'll try to put it on the podcast when I'm editing. But it said like all of the different things that are like meets up like forty some percent dairies up like thirty some like all these expenses are so high and then like people start to complain when the restaurant yeah. raises its prices a little bit. It's like just right, to, yeah, we have to try to, to revise our menu. You know, we uh, we try to cut costs. You know, um, but it's hard to do when when you know it's hard to not hard to manage, but you have to change everything according mm -hmm. to the times. You know what I mean? Um, yes, you have to. You know. Try to make something to pay for all your bills and payroll and try to make a profit but in the, in the restaurant industry if you're the owner if you see five percent of your gross sales that's a lot yeah you know i mean people don't get it they see if you're busy uh they're wow he's making so much money they're making you know, a ton of money but people really don't understand you know the uh the expenses and what it takes to you know make it run no i know my dad my dad has this saying like he's just he's a business owner his whole life and it's funny he's ingrained this in my head since i was little but he says i hate when people come up to me and say oh you're the owner it must be nice or something like yeah, that yeah they don't goes, they probably don't understand <laughs> like yeah. that's the one thing like he's like people, he's got a temper but like that's the thing that'll just set him off beyond belief. i you know what i i agree with him 100 percent. i see you know with my family or my grandmother uh they, they don't understand what it is to run a business, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it's not every week that you are getting a, a certain salary, you know? You you might not get a salary for three, four months, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but that's just the way it is down here, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I feel like, no, I feel like it's pretty universal across the board. I mean, people have their struggles, not depending on, I guess, certain areas or right. certain, like, even personal matters. Right, right, yeah, no, so it's... It's, it, it is beautiful to you know to own a business, but you know a lot of people don't know the back end of it. You know, with the Absolutely. back offices, the office work, and, you know, just to manage and maintain and keep everyone happy the mm -hmm. best that we can. You know, Absolutely. for sure. So I see like a lot. Like I, I'm like inspired by like Italian Italian Americans or Italian like entrepreneurs, and I feel like there's like certain correlation between like Italian being Italian Italian American and being an entrepreneur and like. 
do you think anything there's like anything like that or well, you're born like in, the, in the, yeah in the, in the upbringing or well yeah i mean listen you gotta always stay hungry you know you always gotta like um try to go get it you know if you you, you kind of like born with it you know if you have a steady job and you just stop you don't want to settle you know you want to keep growing you know there's there's times that we opened up restaurants in the past that didn't make it you know um it was hard so you know you don't you know we don't look at it as like all right we failed you know we failed forward you know we you got to keep growing you know what i mean yeah this can only be the only thing you want to do you got to progress in life and you know with progression comes happiness mm-hmm. yeah know? so um i guess it's just saw, like your grandmother like opening like what did she like did she have any certain like entrepreneurial traits or like you, like anything that you actually, actually you know she was born here raised in italy mm-hmm. in naples and they had it very hard back then you know so um they would come across, you know, whatever they had in their kitchen to make for dinner or whatever to eat because they were kind of in like a survival mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, after the war and their, their family came from poverty and mm-hmm. they would create dishes like peasant food and what, you, know, you know, what, what are like delicacies now? Uh, like uh, pasta padan, like pasta mm-hmm. and potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, anything like, um, meatballs and they would just put everything together and and create it, you know, and I, I, I believe that with that, um, you know, thinking about the past, you know, would never want you to go back then. So you're trying to, your hardest to, to make it, you mm-hmm. know, make it here. Keep progressing. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's really, I'm sure that was like just a great experience just seeing like something like this built from pretty much the ground up. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, listen, there was uh it was an experience, you know, the, you know, the place made it, the place didn't make it, you know, it was a back and forth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there was people here that aren't here anymore because of situations that occurred, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but uh, we're just trying to keep it moving, you know, keep it going, you know. What's your favorite part of the restaurant business? What's like your favorite thing to do? It's Me, like- serving people and making people happy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I love to do, you know, enjoying seeing customers coming back and, you know, letting us know how much they love it. You know, I'm getting emails from across the country or mm-hmm. the world saying how much they love it here. That's, you know, their favorite food that That's we awesome. should open up in like, yeah. I don't know, Colorado, Idaho, <laughs> one of these places. So it makes you feel good. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Sure. You're like, wow. Like, you know, it's a good feeling. I bet. Yeah. Any yeah. like, uh, what's your favorite? Like, when you sit down to eat here, what what do you order? Sometimes I'll order the simplest thing, mm-hmm. you know, like a eggplant parmesan or you know a little pasta salad with a chicken cutlet. You know, that's mm-hmm. how you know, chicken milanese. Chicken milanese. You know, um, it's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm simple. You know. I'm not a big lobster eater, so I won't have. I'll, sometimes I'll order like. Uh, I know, we were here with um, Marco and a couple of the. Yeah, Marco's playing, great. Yeah. TikTok-y. We had a uh, lobster ravioli, and it was. Yeah, he loved so that. Good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, good. yeah, yeah. You guys like that, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, yeah, cool. of course. So, what are you looking forward to for the rest of 2021? Obviously, the the feast in September. Yeah, I'm look, look, listen. I'm, we're looking forward for the feast, but we still don't know what the restrictions. You know what I mean? We don't know tomorrow. 
they can announce on the news that we're gonna you know lock down. They're, know. they're already talking about wearing the masks again. You know, I know. What I mean? So I'm excited, but I'm not as excited as I used to be yet. Yeah, I'm you know like I mean? excited on the side of caution. Though. Right, right, right. Because there's still uh, regulations that have to be in place. You know, most of the restaurants here, are, you know, taking up the space where the vendors and the booths used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's got to be hard for the you know the vendors coming in yeah, too you know so, spots and, yeah so people were telling me to put up a booth and i was like i don't know about that well yeah yeah i mean we'll still get you know tourists but people still might be frightened because of you know the vaccinations yeah. and whatever's mandated in new york state now yeah. you know it's, we'll see. it's difficult you know but i am looking forward to it you know I, I, every yeah since i'm a kid like i love the feast in Gennaro, you know um but, uh, you know, it's an honor of him. You know, it's an honor of San Gennaro. So sure. you can't forget that. Awesome. Yeah, well, Luke, thanks so much for taking time out to talk to me. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Yeah, hopefully maybe just grab a bite to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and then head out. But, um, yeah, yeah. So thanks. Where can everybody follow Cafe Napoli? Obviously, we're in Little Italy, Hester, Mulberry. On, uh, on Instagram, uh, Cafe Napoli, NYC. Awesome. Yeah, so. Awesome. So, yeah, anybody in the Little Italy area or when you're coming to visit, got to stop down on Yeah. Awesome. Everybody else listening, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to, and we'll see you in the next episode. Ciao. Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.